Welcome to our podcast, Autoimmune and You. I'm one of your hosts, Erica. And I'm your other host, Rachel. We're just two women with rheumatoid arthritis who are sharing our personal experiences managing this disease holistically. And we are both wellness coaches, so we are super passionate about empowering you to live your happiest and healthiest life. everyone. Welcome back to Autoimmune and You. Uh, we just got, Rachel and I just got done doing a live on Instagram, which was super freaking fun. So fun. Oh my gosh. That was so cool to see you guys interacting with us on Instagram and ask, because we did a this or that challenge where we were just kind of asking each other questions and seeing if there was any questions that you guys had for us. And it was really cool to have people interacting with us. I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, it was so fun. So basically I went live on our autoimmune and you Instagram. And then Erica went like joined in from her personal page. And um, we just like asked like some fun fact questions, some this or that. And then you guys were interacting with it, which was so fun. Like asking us this or that questions and a couple of just kind of fun fact type. And we are excited to do more of those. Like that was just so like low pressure, yeah. just kind of, it, yeah. Erica started the conversation by saying, it's kind of like, if we were just like on the phone together, which is so true. <laughs> yeah. And, and also we like, we talked about this in the live that we just did, but we get kind of serious with the stuff that we're talking about on the podcast, but like both Rachel and I are very like silly, open, yeah. you know, goofy people. So it's like, I hear myself sometimes on the podcast. I'm like, wow, that sounds kind of serious. But like, yeah. it's because we're serious about the things that we're talking about. Yeah, like, we're, we're passionate both passionate. Yeah, exactly. We're passionate people. So it's kind of, you know, we're not going to be like cracking jokes when we're talking about when we're in pain or <laughs> taking a new medicine or whatever. Um, but yeah, so that was a cool little thing that we got to do. But today we kind of want to talk about different therapies that we've tried over the years or just like options out there for you guys to try uh, if you're looking for more like natural holistic ways to kind of manage your pain. Uh, I know that Rachel and I have both tried a lot of different things over the years. I've spent lots and lots of money. Some of those things really worth it. Some of those things not so worth it. Um, But Rachel just started up with something new. So that's why I was like, hey, we should talk about like the different treatments we've tried. So Mm -hmm. what's been, what did you do today? So today I went to acupuncture for the first time ever. And it's something that I've literally been wanting to try for years. And I know, like I believe wholly in ancient medicine. And it's been used for thousands of years and all of that just really interests me, but it's so freaking expensive and most insurances don't cover it. And I've never been able to to afford it to be completely honest. And my dear grandma, who I've talked about on the podcast many times, I have just such a deep, really, really profound connection with her. Um, she offered to pay for me to go get Reiki sessions done, which is like energy healing. And I've gotten Reiki and I've talked about it here before too. And I've gotten Reiki done distance. I've never done it in person though. And, um, originally her friend referred this Reiki therapist in Portland to her so that she could tell me. And I was looking up this supposedly Reiki person and I was looking and I realized that this person wasn't actively doing Reiki anymore. She had kind of transitioned into like more of a coaching role. And so I reached out to her anyway and said, Hey, I'm looking for a Reiki healer. You were recommended like, and I'm also interested in acupuncturists in the area. If you have anyone you recommend. And she was like, unfortunately, I don't know another Reiki person that I necessarily recommend specifically, but I do have an acupuncturist. And I was like, okay, like absolutely. I would love to have her information. So I reached out to that acupuncturist and she was able to get me in this week, um, which is only like two weeks after I reached out to her and well, that's because of my schedule. She probably could have gotten me in sooner. And, um, I was really happy to get in quickly and she's willing to work with me as far as like the fact that my insurance doesn't cover whatsoever. And I am just like, I went for my first session today and I had no idea what to expect. I had never gotten acupuncture before. And I know people that have gotten it, but I feel like it's kind of like massage therapy or something else where every practitioner is a little bit different in the way they do things. So even though I had talked to a couple of friends that had gotten it before, like no one could really tell me specifically what to expect, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And so I was a little bit like, it was that whole element of the unknown in my mind. Like I have no idea what to expect. Yeah. Like I literally... I was like thinking like, what do I wear? And I'm like, okay, I'll just wear like activewear, you know, like sports bra, yeah. like top top hoodie and leggings. Like I always do. And then I was like, well, wait, but 
you know, my knees are my problem area. So what if she like really needs to get in on my knees? Like, yeah. is it like massage where I'm going to have to like strip down or like, should I bring shorts? So I literally like stuffed shorts in my coat pocket. Cause I was like, I don't know if I need these, but let me just bring them just in case. Yeah. Um, and it ended up being like that. So basically she spent like 20 minutes just kind of talking to me, like hearing my background and asked me a whole lot of questions about my pain and my swelling and my lifestyle and my mind stuff. And like literally everything, which I was really that yeah. alone. I love when any sort of practitioner yeah. actually takes the time to sit down and understand instead of just they like, okay, get on the table or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so that was really helpful and made me feel very safe and like comfortable And then she really explained through everything that she was doing. Um, She said before she started putting like, um, well, actually she started by kind of just like, um, she said, taking my pulse on each wrist. Yeah. And the way that she was doing it, she was not like a doctor when they like hold your wrist and they're like 30 seconds, whatever. She was like feeling around my wrist and like, really, I don't, I mean, I don't know anything about the background, like what she was specifically doing um, because she's probably trying to find the specific point in which. Oh, it was so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously like I'm not an acupuncturist, so I'm not entirely sure, but she was like, yeah, I'm finding your pulse. And like, she felt it on both wrists. And she was like, then she kind of like walked her fingers like down my chest and down my belly and like kind of like push kind of like a doctor would during a physical kind of like pushing on your belly a little bit and stuff, but like Mm -hmm. very gentle. And then, um, she just kind of like felt around my abdomen, my chest, my, um, wrists. And she was like, you know, this feels very acute. Um, she was like, whatever's mm-hmm. happening right now. Cause I was talking to her about the fact that I've had this like really bad flare up ever since I had COVID. Yeah. And she was like, this feels very acute right now. Like this doesn't feel like it's integrated to your core yet. And that's like good that you're kind of catching it now. And like, you are yeah. trying to do what you can. And she's like, you know, I think at the end of the session, um, she said, I think that if we're consistent for the first month or two every week, and then from there, you can kind of taper down to maybe like every other week or once a month, even Mm -hmm. she's like, you're, I think that you're going to start feeling a lot better. Mm -hmm. And that just like gave me so much hope, but yeah, the session itself, I mean, it was so interesting to me. I mean, I've done like energy work and I've done a lot of breath work and meditation classes and sound healing. And I mean, this was like, the sensations were kind of a combination of all of those things. Yeah. It was crazy. So like she started by like, she was like, okay, I'm going to put the needle into you. Like you're going to feel a slight little pinch and then you shouldn't really feel it. And like, if you do like, let me know. And we might be able to back off a little bit on certain areas. And she would like, I'm like using my hands, but no one can see me. (laughs) She would like put it, the needle on and like a quick little tap and then you could feel it. And then it was like gone. Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't actually look at it. I kept thinking like, I want to look, but I was in such a meditative state, like from the beginning that I just like, Mm. didn't even care to lift my head and look. Mm. Um, and I was like lying on my back on basically a massage table that was heated and had a sports bra on and like from the waist down was, um, you know, stripped down and then had like a towel over me. She focused a lot on my like ankles, knees, a little bit on my lower leg. And then like my forearms and wrist. and it was interesting. Like at first, the first few, I started feeling like a little bit more calm. And she was like, a lot of people will feel kind of like, she's like, some people will feel like warmth in the area or radiating. Some people will feel more like blissed out. Some people will feel more alert. Like it's, it's different. Yeah. Yeah. And so at first, like the first few, I was like, Whoa, like I'm already like put into like almost like a trance like state. And I was still kind of talking to her, um, here and there. And then she started going to my forearms and those I like couldn't really feel a whole lot until there was one spot on my hand between my thumb and my index finger on my left side, which my left wrist has been giving me issues. And she put it right there. And I was like, whoa, I was like, I just felt like almost like a head rush. And she was like, uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Like that's where, um, your head and mouth like basically live. And I was like, mm, yeah. well, you know what you're doing. <laughs> like- yeah. Yeah. But it's crazy, like the mind and body, like it's freaking crazy that literally you put a little needle in between your thumb and your finger and you feel it in your head. Like, yes, I've always believed in this. I've always known these things, but to like legit feel it in that way of just like a quick little prick and it's immediate. Yeah. Because I've done so much when it comes to like meditation, visualization, Reiki practice, like energy healing, breath work, that stuff. And yes, you feel it, but not like specific, like 
I don't even know how to explain it. Like, yeah, yeah I was going to say, uh, I tried acupuncture the first year of my diagnosis because just like everyone else, you literally start mm-hmm. trying to find anything that's going to work for you. Um, and so I went and got it done and it was pretty expensive. I remember it was like $1,000 for like 10 treatments. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. It was. It literally was a thousand dollars, and the person that did it, like, I wasn't really connecting with him. I think that's really important with any type of healer or specialist that you work with. You really need to feel it their energy because they're transferring that energy into you. Yep. And so, I'll. Mine's not such a positive experience because the guy that was doing this was telling me like, you know, you're really young to have rheumatoid arthritis. He was mm. he was telling me like, this is just the first autoimmune condition that you're gonna get. Like you could oh get- Oh my God. My, yeah, he literally was telling me, and my husband came with me for the first one and I left like super stressed, but I followed through with it anyways, cause I was naive at that time. But anyways, I remember him telling me like, you can end up getting multiple sclerosis if you don't come to acupuncture consistently. He was told Totally trying what to upsell heck? me. Yes, yes. So it gave me so much anxiety. But there was one thing that did happen when he was putting the needles in me, and this was like he put them all around my body, like under my feet, on my forehead, like literally everywhere. Um, and there was this buzzing sensation that mm-hmm. happened to me, where it was so weird. Like literally, I wasn't thinking about it. I didn't know what to experience, so I didn't yeah, know yeah, what exactly. that was going to feel like. And there was a buzzing sensation that I experienced. And I was like, whoa, this is, it was like all the points were in like synchronicity with each other. And so I was like, wow, that that's kind of the thing that like sold me on it. Uh, and I'm not like discrediting this at all because I had only one person that I've done this with and it, it wasn't the person that I, um, should have gone with. Um, but I didn't know anything. So I was like, yeah, sure. Like I'll spend this money. But I ended up getting my money back after like three sessions because he kept talking to me about getting more autoimmune conditions and he was actually freaking me out more than so messed up. I'm so sorry you had to go. Yeah. And so I was like, oh my gosh, like just here's the thing, guys, you have to be very aware of where you spend your money mm-hmm. with autoimmune condition. Cause I will tell you right now, there are people out there that will take advantage of you. Mm-hmm. Like sadly, whether it's a coach, whether it's a naturopathic doctor that tries to give you a million supplements, yep. whether it's a physical trainer that tries to upsell you, whatever the hell it is, yeah. like, we have to be conscious. And like, I totally believe in like traditional Chinese medicine, acupuncture, acupressure, like all these different things, but you have to find someone that agrees with you on a spiritual and energetic level. Yep. For sure. Something that I really appreciated, honestly, like when my grandma was talking to me about getting acupuncture done, she was like, I want you to make sure, cause my grandma lives in Colorado. And she was like, I want you to make sure that you really connect with this person. She's like, I mean, her like website looks fine, but like, you tell me how you feel about her. Cause my grandma offered to like help pay for it. And she was like, I want to make sure that it's someone that you genuinely like feel safe with that you feel connected to. And I honestly, again, didn't know what to expect. It's kind of like dating. You're like walking Mm -hmm. in like, okay, hope this is fine. No, you have no clue On to the next. Like, yeah. But literally from the second I said, hello, I was just like, I, and again, I am like a very, very intuitive person. I like energy and read energy so quickly. And I just know no matter Mm -hmm. who it is. Yeah. And I just knew I was like, wow. Like, and she, you know, took the time and, um, did a little, she was like, is it okay if I do a little bit of body work before we start? And like, after she did the whole like pulse thing and was like telling me about like, it has it integrated to the core. It's more acute. She did a little bit of body work, like through my feet, through my shoulders, through my head. And then, um, after she put the needles in, she did a little bit of aromatherapy, like very light touch around my temples, around my shoulders um, my wrists and my feet, um, and different types of essential oils. And she like asked every single time before she did anything, like, are you okay with this? I was like, yeah, I'm yeah. very receptive to any sort of energy work whatsoever. Like I am open, oh, yeah. very receptive. And I've heard it time and time again from practitioners. Yeah. Too. Yep. And, um, yeah, it was just amazing. And then she left me for 15 minutes to just kind of like sit with the needles. And she was like, do you want music? And she put like heat on my feet, which felt really good. Cause they were like cold. Um, 
And she just left me for about 15 minutes and I got into the most intense meditative state. It was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like had many visualizations which I don't need to talk about here, but like just so many profound, really spiritual, um, visualizations and was breathing really heavy. And even right before she left me, she felt my pulse again, like on both sides in whatever way she did. Mm-hmm. And she was like, uh-huh, that's better. And like, I could feel it in my body, yeah, you know, but yeah. for her to kind of validate, like, yep, mm-hmm, it's doing mm-hmm. what it's supposed to be doing sort of thing. Um, that was really nice. And then, yeah, I just like dropped into the most meditative state, which is actually partially what I was hoping for. Like that is yeah. the one thing that I had heard from friends that have gotten it of like, you'll be able to drop in and they'll leave you for a little bit with the needles. Yeah. And yeah. But the interesting part was when I do really, really intense breath work, I'm talking like in a class full of people, like breathe, like you're, I don't, we haven't talked about breath work. I think often on here yeah. at all. We should yeah. probably do that soon. We should. But anyway, <laughs> so essentially you're like kind of like making yourself hyperventilate it yep. to like an extent. And that brings you to this very different meditative state than like just sitting. And, um, essentially like when I'm doing breath work that intense, my hands always start to like cramp up, like literally yeah. like as if I'm like dying or something. Yeah. Like, that's common. I'm like, uh, my fingers yeah. are like crimped. Yeah. And, um, I don't, it's not like I'm trying to, it just happens. And I can't move my fingers when I'm in that really intense breath work state. And my body buzzes, like you were saying, yep, your body yep. like, literally feels like a vibrating. Yeah. And I got to that state during that time. Like my hand all of a sudden just was like, and like closed. And I was like, mm-hmm. in my head, I'm like, wait, what, what, what? whoa, like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then I got to this meditative state that I'm actually very like familiar with at this point with all the work that I do. Um, where I could literally feel my soul, like ascending from my body. Like yep. I could feel the disconnect between the two and in a mm-hmm. good way, not like the mm-hmm. disconnect in a bad way, but like I could literally feel it pulling from my body and like being yeah. able to release a little bit. Um, and then at one point, like I said, my hands started like really cramping. And sometimes when I'm in that state, I kind of like take my thumb to my index finger and go like, like kind of make a little circle with them. I'm trying to explain like what I'm doing. Yeah like so people can kind of visualize but I like to tap my index finger to my thumb just to like remind myself like oh yeah I'm grounded like this is my body you know yeah and I had to do that a couple of times but I went to do it and they were already touching Mm -hmm. but I was in such a state that I didn't realize they were touching like I was like so out of my body in a good way yeah and then I remember at one point like I was very I wasn't like sleeping or anything, but you know, when you're sleeping and you make like a, like if you might like wake yourself up, like you're falling, like you're falling. Yeah. Like something like that. But like audibly, I like felt myself go. And then it kind of like, it was like snapping out of the meditation. It was just like, and I'm done. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then I was just sitting there like, Whoa, what a profound experience. Like this was so beautiful. And then a couple minutes later, she comes in, she's like, okay, I'm going to take the needles out now. Like she used this, um, this ancient Chinese herb blend that it's called evil bone, uh, evil bone water. Okay. And mm. I don't, I haven't honestly researched it yet. Cause I just, just she just gave it to me. She, she gave me this big bottle as a gift with like a spray thing yeah. on it. She put it, she's like, can I put this on your knees? I know that you really like CBD on your knees every day. And this is going to be like a similar reaction for you. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Like I'm literally yeah. open to anything you suggest. I'm here. You're like, please all. spray my whole body. Yeah. <laughs> And she put it on and it felt really, really nice. And she was like, I'm actually going to give you some to take with. Like, I want to gift this to you. You can use it up to three times a day. Um, you just basically spray it on your joints. You can spray it on your wrist. And she's like, it's called evil bone water because it's literally supposedly um, able to penetrate all the way through the bone. Like the more mm. layers you put on, essentially, if you yeah. spray it and let it dry and spray it and let it dry, the more it can penetrate. And she was saying that this kind of goes along with like another modality. She was saying that, um, it is made in China. Like it's Chinese herbs. And she was like, honestly, the ones that I use the like, um, version of it that I use, she's like, I get from China and she's like, unfortunately, because of that, like the quality is kind of like gone down over the years. It's not quite as potent. And she was like, however, this one that I'm going to give you is actually made in Portland. And Mm -hmm. she was like, the person gets the herbs from China and then makes his own. Mm. And that's what she gave me. So like, that's yet another, you know, alternative medicine sort of thing. Like I am all about any sort of tincture herb, like anything I can put topically that is actually all natural. Like I am here for it a hundred percent of the time. (laughs) Yeah. 
that sounds like an amazing, beautiful experience. I wish I would have had that back then. But at that time, like I was just newly diagnosed, like even though like my whole life, I've always been super intuitive as far as like reading people's energy and like seeing their authentic self, like I can automatically see through people if they're not authentic and they're like putting up a front and like I can just tell and yeah. or if they're giving off some type of energy that is like feels um like there's not like good intention behind mm -hmm. it or something like that and i remember feeling that with that guy that um acupuncturist but i told myself like well i need to do this for myself like yeah, i need to like to put it aside yeah but here's the thing this is what my advice now speaking as someone who's lived with it for seven years and has tried a lot of different things be the best thing you can do for yourself is educate yourself before you do a treatment like this. Mm -hmm. um, I really think it is important because if you go in there ignorant, you go yeah. in there lacking knowledge, lacking confidence in yourself, understanding what the treatment is about, about, that's how people take advantage of you. Secondly, go into a place with confidence and be even if you don't if you're not confident because you've never even tried that treatment just fake it because there are people that will take advantage of your anxiety oh, and sure. of your fear and yep. that's exactly what that person did i had a lot of anxiety going into there because i had never tried look at i'm coming from like this most chaotic background of like drinking alcohol eating like crap like never doing any of these holistic things to going to try some treatment where they're going to put needles in my body like i had no clue what i was getting into and so i was very weak at that point like energetically emotionally all the things and i think he saw that as a weak point yeah. and he was like okay i'm gonna like instill more fear into this person so that way they feel that they have to continue on with this treatment and Which if they don't so continue, terrible. That's so unfortunate. No, there's plenty of people out there. I mean, I've seen it all from so many different people over the years of being, you know, kind of in that desperate state. But I would say that was really in my first year or so. Um, uh, shortly after that, I was like, okay, I need to be like, I need to educate myself on these different types of treatments before I just go blasting my money yeah. <laughs> away at any type of thing. Um, but I, I do believe that was the case. And so that's how you can have a bad experience mm -hmm. is by not educating yourself, not walking in there, feeling empowered over your own decision to make some make a decision for yourself versus letting and someone, not feel pressured into yeah, it. Like, pressured. like just because you really want to, let's say you did your research, you really want to do acupuncture, for instance. Yeah. You go in there, you're like, well, this is the person that I chose. That doesn't mean that you have to do it with that person every time. Like search for a new person. Like, don't be afraid to do that. And yeah. then the other thing is, um, see if there's anyone around you or anyone in the autoimmune community, especially on social media, there's like a huge community recommendations people yeah. like us find someone to that is recommended. That is yep. like number yep. one. If you can go to someone that's recommended to you, that's how I find my current therapist. That's how I have found the PT, which I'll talk about in a second. That's how I found this acupuncturist. And it's all felt so yeah. aligned. That's a really good way, yeah. especially if it's someone yeah. that you really, really trust that's yeah. recommending someone. I mean, cause they could have on paper, right? X amount of experience, mm. uh, X amount of degrees, like, yeah. certifications, like that is to me i mean obviously like you want someone certified who's doing yeah. the the treatment but it shouldn't be a deciding factor and like that's something that i learned after that experience is that just because you know this person had this clinic for x amount of time and like had been an acupuncturist for well, what was it like 30 40 years uh, i think it was on his like uh, description you know, I went with that because I was like, oh, experience. But now I know, like Rachel said, like, get, hear it from someone else. Like this person has amazing energy. They made me feel safe. They made me feel comfortable. They listened to what I said exactly. um, instead of, you know, going through the experience that I had to go through. But thankfully, that's like really honestly the only negative experience I've had with any type of like holistic treatment, like every like sound bath I've done or Reiki healing, um, massage therapy, 
um, hot yoga. <laughs> like there's like a million different things. Yeah. Um, I've, I've had pretty much overall, like a more positive experience. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I've been very fortunate with all of my experiencing experiences being very positive. I've never had an experience like that where I'm just kind of off put and like, Ooh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I will say I never really sought out a lot of that, like really deep holistic, um, outside modalities until I was very grounded in myself and very like educated on those things. So I didn't necessarily go into anything like blind or just being like, okay, hope this works. Like I've been yeah. like very, very intentional because before that I was scared to do any of that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't start seeking out any of that until I was very like, okay, I need this. Mm. And that's kind of where I'm at right now to kind yeah. of backtrack a little bit is like with, we've talked about on the last episode, um, each of us going through this like post COVID flare up. Yeah. And I am just at a point now where I'm making a lot of shifts for my health. I mean, in more ways than I'll even talk about right now. Yeah. Um, with just being even more intentional about healing, but also like, I need to feel good. Like I have a couple of music festivals that I'm going to this summer. We have a retreat in October. Like girl, a retreat is May, like I will be in a very different state. Like I, yeah. I know it and I feel it yeah. in my soul, but I have to do the work to get there. Yeah. And that's kind of where I'm at with that and many other things that, um, you know, I'm doing and want to dive even more into. Just really quickly before you go into that, I just want to backtrack because when I was first diagnosed, I didn't get on medication. So I was desperate to do anything holistically um, because I made that decision that I wasn't going to go on it versus you started that immediately. So you had the safety net of medication helping you. Like I didn't have anything in my system. So it went from like super inflammation to how can I do everything and anything and spend all my money on all these things because that was my medicine at yeah. the time, you know? Yeah. So that was why my mindset was like, okay, let me pay the money. Let me try all the things. Cause yeah. I was like, well, I'm not putting medicine in me. So I need to do something drastic for myself. Yeah. I feel like, um, the beginning of our journeys are kind of like almost reverse, right? So like you were like, let me do all the holistic things. I will do anything it takes. Yeah. I'm not going on medication, spend all this money at first and then kind of like taper down and yeah. realize like, oh, it's actually about the more simple things. And yes, there yeah, are yeah. things that I need to spend my money on, but I'm going to be more smart about it. Yeah. Whereas for me, it was like, I immediately had to go on medication. There was no other way to like stop this flare up at the time. And like, I didn't really know a whole lot about, I was like kind of delving into things here and there, but then I like very slowly started to learn about things and change my mindset and start doing things. But then I also, never had the like funds to do any of the stuff that I really, yeah. really wanted to do once I did start learning about a lot of that. So I started very slow. So I started with like eating a more plant-based diet and eating less processed foods and drinking more water and like drinking, you know, whole food smoothies and, um, diving into like Ayurvedic practices and stuff like that. That's like, doesn't cost really any money if not yeah. like a little bit. And well, it is expensive to eat healthy. Yeah. I'm like, I remember it being very expensive com- coming from like eating fast food to buying organic whole foods at the, the grocery store. Like that can be expensive in itself too, if you yeah, really think for about sure. it. Yeah, exactly. Depending on how you do it. Yeah. So now I'm at a place where I'm like, okay, like I've been doing all those things now for years and years. And while I have do- dove into a lot of other holistic things, like I mentioned a million times already, like breath work and like you said, hot yoga and yeah. Reiki and meditation and visualization and like all the mindset things. Now I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, I really want to try these things that I've been wanting to try and that I just feel in my soul are helping and will help. So that's mm-hmm. kind of like yeah. where I'm at in kind of my part of the journey. Um, and I mean, I think we're both like that though. I think we're both right now, like because of the COVID flare, Mm -hmm. we're both like, okay, we've done all the things that we we're like pivot. (laughs) Yeah. We're like, okay. Like we need to like take it up a notch because clearly just the fundamentals of what we're doing hasn't been helping us the most. So now we're like, okay, take it up with the medication, take it up with extra, like additional support that I can get. I legit picture just like a control panel and it's just like, okay, let's turn this one up a little. Okay. Oh yeah. It's constant. (laughs) It's, It's literally constant adjustment. So like you're seeking out 
you know, acupuncture and I'm seeking out like more additional support from my naturopathic doctor, which I can go into a little bit because I've talked about my naturopathic doctor on here, like mentioned that I've worked with her, but I haven't really explained really what I do with a naturopathic doctor for anyone who's listening. I get that question a lot of like, what's the importance of that? Like, what do they do? What's, you know, the difference between that and working with a health coach or working with a nutritionist? or whatever. So we can kind of go into that. But yeah, there's just so many things that are constantly needing to be tweaked. And right now we're both like, okay, we need to like find any bit of thing we can do to freaking get ourselves, our body back to where it was. Yeah. Erica and I have like, we're on the phone literally every single week, like multiple times a week about this, but um, that's why we're really excited to record this episode because the thing is that you need to remember listening to this just because it worked for you a week ago, a month ago, a year ago, does yeah. not mean that it's going to work forever. And that's kind yeah. of where we're both at. Like what we were doing pre pre getting COVID. I say pre COVID. I feel like people yeah. think of like pre 2020 yeah. like pre us getting COVID. Um, when Erica got it in June and I got it in uh, December that I wonder like to the date. No, I got it in August. I got uh, it in August. That's uh, when it, that's I that's what I went. Oh, you were here in June. That's why I always think June. Yeah. August. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, so what we were doing before then, we were both feeling pretty darn good before that, right? Yeah. And then now, like we're both kind of at our wits end mentally, physically, emotionally. Like we're literally on the phone, just like this fucking sucks. Like yeah. this is not fair. I hate this. I want to feel better. And I will do literally anything it takes right now. And yeah. what we were doing months ago was working really, really well. And we were actually mm-hmm. feeling really good. Like I keep thinking back to summer. I felt so good this summer. I mm-hmm. was like in it physically, mentally, just oh, like yeah. the best of my life, honestly. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh my God, this is so, this is honestly kind of depressing. I've been depressed yeah. four days than I'd like to admit in the past three months, but like yeah. here we are and we're just doing our due diligence and trying to do what we can. And we're course correcting every single day. We're trial and error, kind of figuring out what works for us and doing what we can. Yeah. Um, can I talk about a little bit about my naturopathic doctor. That's what I was just going to say. I want to, I want you to talk about that. Um, an interesting thing. I want to raise one little point. So the acupuncturist that I went to today, she was, I was telling her how I couldn't get in with a rheumatologist until literally May. And that I made the appointment in September Mm -hmm. and she was like, Oh, um, did you, have you tried OHSU, which is like the, like uh, Oregon health science university hospital. And you have to get a referral to go there. And so I asked my doctor for a referral there and they were like, okay, we sent it over. But the way that it works, stupid healthcare in the U S is that they have to call me to make the appointment. So I'm still waiting on that. Mm-hmm. And like the referral, I guess, takes like two weeks for them to even process and call me and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, I was telling the acupuncturist this, and she was like, there's actually a rheumatologist that works at OHSU that is a DO. And I was like, oh, like I hadn't, I didn't know that. So like more of a functional medicine doctor. Yeah. And, um, she, she was like, that's like really good for you to know because maybe she'll be covered under insurance. Oh, nice. And so that's something, if you're listening to this, like maybe look into like, you don't have to assume that every single naturopathic or functional medicine doctor is like automatically everything out of pocket. Like some of them do work with insurance. Yeah. 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 Good point to make. Um, So basically, you know, for the first like three years of my diagnosis after changing to a plant-based diet and going to hot yoga five times a week, juicing every single day, doing all this stuff, I literally went into remission and I have, I posted it in my videos. If you scroll back like way on my Instagram, I had my rheumatologist literally say like- Oh my God, I've seen that video. Yeah. Yeah. She literally, she was like, okay. So guys, I was- at my best, like no joke, like I had zero inflammation, felt really fabulous, felt really good. And that was sustained for a couple of years. And then what happened was with minor like flares here and there, if I did eat something, but it would be so minor, like a little swollen in my joint and then it would go down like the next day. Um, and that was when I was like no oil, like so clean with my diet and I was doing really good. So basically, I ended up going on vacation while a honeymoon with my husband after our wedding. We went to Indonesia and we were there for three weeks. And by the end of the third week, I got really sick and I was (laughs) 
Things were coming out both ends, (laughs) let's just say, okay? I could barely get on the plane. Mind you, this is like a 14-hour plane back from Indonesia to LA. That's literally what I was like getting back. Yeah. I was so – no, this was actually really scary. I was very dizzy. I was so lightheaded because I didn't eat. I had nothing in my stomach because everything kept coming out. And I remember thinking like, oh my God, how am I going to make it on this freaking 14 hour plate flight with a freaking layover in Taiwan, like a whole situation. And um, so anyways, I get back home and I call like my primary doctor. I'm like, hey, like I got sick in Bali. Like, is there anything I should do? Mm. And the doctor, just my primary doctor was like, well, like basically once you get everything out, like you should be good. I'm like, okay. But literally the day that day as i'm getting on the plane i went from no inflammation for years to all of a sudden my thumb getting super super swollen feeling achy feeling just overall sick and i'm like what the heck like what the heck is happening Mm -hmm. and from that point on within like a six month period was just absolute hell like i had it was worse than my initial diagnosis of my hands getting swollen. Like this was excruciating neck pain. I couldn't move my neck. I didn't sleep for three months. Like I had insomnia, like a million different issues started happening. And so I was like, okay, I need to find like some type of doctor that can like check my gut, like see if there's anything going on with that. And then I ended up uh, searching like um, autoimmune, you know, naturopathic doctor, just like looking up stuff. And I found one that she, the doctor that I have now, which happens to be like literally right up the street from me. She moved from Santa Monica to like five minutes away from my house. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I set up an appointment with her and basically she did a gut test on me. Um, She took like a test of my hormones and it came back that I did have a parasite and still in my, like, this is a comprehensive gut test. They're testing your whole microbiome from like the good bacteria to the bad bacteria to how well you digest carbs, how well you just digest fats, um, protein. Um, and then there's this protein called calprotectin that's in your gut and, and, that has been shown if you have like high amounts of that then you also have a lot of active inflammation in your gut and so mine was like super high like it was just all bad Mm -hmm. and so i had major gut dysbiosis like i had more overgrowth of bad bacteria than i had of good Mm -hmm. gut bacteria and so that like our digestive system is directly linked to our inflammation. So yep. for those who don't really know about like the gut and that's why we talk it, really yeah. so much about food and supplementation. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So since I started working with her, like, um, oh, and I also took a food sensitivity panel. Cause at that point I had a lot of food sensitivities because of how bad things were going on with my gut. So I did a lot of things. She treated the parasite. So that's gone. Cause I've had that retested. Wait, can you talk um, a little bit about how she treated that? Oh yeah. Well, she basically, um, with this test, they, try different natural like herbs and stuff it's like they culture it and so they see if specific herbs will kill that specific bacteria depending on how your body responds to it Mm -hmm. and so she made a specific tincture with different types of herbs that would kill that parasite so totally completely natural like i think it was like oregano oil like just some of the herbs that people are like very familiar with Mm -hmm. um and then a couple ones that like i hadn't known about. Um, so basically I was on a tincture for like three months. I started probiotics, um, just readjusting my diet, like all the things and taking like a strong dose of turmeric that she prescribed to me, not something that I just found in a grocery store. Um, and so it took like about a year of that. And so I started to get better again. I was like, woo, like feeling good. That's how I started rock climbing again. Um, And I've been climbing for like two and a half years now. Yeah, basically. But I had stopped climbing since the beginning of my diagnosis. 
So that's what got me back to rock climbing, okay? So my gut got good, everything got good, and then what happens? Freaking COVID. <laughs> so I'm like, so now working with her, um, we're taking a little bit of a different dire- direction. We're focusing more on hormones. I just had uh, a complete comprehensive test of like my neurotransmitters, uh, my hormones, like all the stuff. I haven't gotten the results back yet. Do you want to talk about like, like, what is that? What does that look like? They're just taking blood. Like what? Yeah. So, okay. So for the stool test, obviously like you're collecting your stool for three days and then you're sending it off to a laboratory and they kind of culture it, dissect the different components of, ew, I don't want to say dissect. That, that's not a good word. <laughs> I don't know what they do in there. I'm like, I don't know what they do with it. But anyways, um, they culture it and they see if there's any yeast, any bacteria that could be potentially uh, causing inflammation, any additional like parasites or what any infection. So yeah, basically that's that. And then the so the hormone test is through urine and through saliva. So you check it at certain points of the day to see like what are your cortisol levels, like mm-hmm. what, how much GABA are you producing, serotonin, like all these different things. Which like is neurotransmitters, really cool. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So very super interesting. So I'm ready. I'm excited to get that one back. But yeah, I've just been like poked and prodded throughout all these years, getting different blood work, testing all different angles of myself because it's like, I'm trying to figure this thing out. And especially after COVID, like we've said, it feels very different. So that's why my uh, naturopathic doctor is looking into more like adrenal support. Um, So that's the kind of direction that we're going now and like still focusing on my gut. But at this point, it's like I cannot keep, you know, I give new food sensitivities every couple months. It seems like something bothers me and then it doesn't bother me. So that I've just, you know, accepted, like, I need to just constantly be in check with that. Like, I'm not relying on her now at this point for like, helping my gut health, because it's been two years. I'm like, whatever has happened is going to happen, because I'm not doing anything more extreme with my diet. But um, yeah, and that's expensive. Like, Mm -hmm. I have literally spent I don't even want to say like, I don't, I don't even know. I would say in the last seven, you were telling me that when you had a phone call with her the other day. Oh, it was, it's for a phone call is $230 for a half an hour. Yeah. But you did say you got a lot out of it. I did. I did get a lot of that. Okay. So here's the thing. Like we've, I think we talked about this before, but my husband and I have completely adjusted our life to manage my freaking health. Like everything, every dollar we spend is literally for my health. It's like our health savings, my current supplements that I have to take, you know, working with her, um, you know, if I'm going to a hot yoga class or whatever, like therapy, you know, all the things. It's like, it's all revolved around my health. And that's the thing about living with a chronic illness is like this shit is not fucking cheap, okay? Whether you have to pay out of pocket for a medication or even pay with insurance out of pocket some type of um, money for that, like it just gets expensive. Like, and we almost have no choice. Like we don't have a choice, right? Like two things I want to say about that. Number one, how messed up is it that for instance, to get all of your hormones checked and all these things and stool tests and stuff, you have to literally pay out of pocket and go to this other type of doctor. Like why the hell does insurance not cover that? First of all, Uh, so flawed and it's meant to keep us sick. Number one. Number two, it also pisses me off that anyone in this Mm. world would sit there and be like, oh, like they have a chronic illness and they're just like milking it. It's like, you think we fucking want to do this? You think that we want to be spending this money and like shit all the time when literally if you had one day in our life, you would be crying in bed all day. Like screw you. Yeah. And you'd be fucking pissed at the amount of shit that you have, like the amount of money that you have to like throw towards your health, health versus 
going towards a vacation. Like yeah. I look at my friends and they're like, oh, I'm traveling here. I'm traveling that. I'm like, well, I got to like set aside this amount of money a month and a year for my freaking health to just be able to survive and like live the quality of life that I have now. Like people do not understand that side of a chronic illness that you spend so much freaking money just clinging to any type of therapy to hopefully give you some relief. And like I said, whether it's freaking juicing celery or not, like that shit's expensive too. Celery is expensive. Organic vegetables are expensive. Like the whole system is basically meant for people to be sick. Okay. And not get healthy and not get better. Like these types of like treatments that Rachel and I are talking about, they're a freaking privilege. They're not given to people. Like there's people out there that like can barely afford to buy themselves a decent meal. And not so only that, but to- people don't even know about this stuff. A lot of them, like I didn't know about half of this when I was diagnosed and I like really dove into it, like maybe a year into it, like, Oh, wait a second. Mm-hmm. But I want to also talk about the other side that half of this stuff you actually can do for a lower or cheap yep. or like no money, like such yeah. as meditation mm-hmm. or, um, going on a walk or breath work. Like you don't have to go to like a breath work facilitator or a breath work class to do breath work. You could literally YouTube a video meditation. Yep. You can absolutely yeah. meditate by yourself. And we've talked about it mm-hmm. before. There's no such thing. How you do bad at it. Like, yes, you know, you want to buy a sauna for your apartment. Like, yeah, that is going to yep. cost money. But Erica talks about it all the time. Like she made that investment for herself and she uses it all the time. Like if that's a one-time investment, that's not something like I've had it for four, like you, three, four years. Yeah. It's not like something like acupuncture where you have to pay like every time you go. And so things like that, like there's a lot of mm-hmm. give and take and figuring out what works for your, your, um, bank account as well as your life. Right. So it might mean yep. something like making a one-time investment in something like that versus maybe you think that going somewhere and having that accountability of like having a practitioner in your corner and having that support and having that like weekly check-in is good for you. And that's totally fine too. But you, again, as we always talk about, you have to know what's best for you and really deep dive into that before you just dive headfirst into all the things. Yeah. I mean, this is exactly why I know I became a health coach because I have spent so much money over the years on so many different types of treatments. Like I tell my client, like I'm literally cutting out the middleman for you. Okay. I'm saving you the time, money, and energy of throwing all this shit out to every single person. Like I will help, like everything I recommend to my client is literally free except maybe one book that they have to buy on amazon for ten dollars but everything that i recommend is completely free even when it comes to like okay you may not be able to have the money to go get your gut extensively tested okay that's fine but like let's give you a food journal that's yes free and you can just keep track of it on your own like literally like you don't have to do these things we're just talking about things that we have tried and like for me my support system is my naturopathic doctor. She is my primary support system. And like for Rachel, this could be acupuncture, whatever. Like if you have, like you don't have to do all the things. You just find the one that you feel is absolutely the most necessary for your life. And Mm -hmm. I understand that each of my clients has different finances. If they're in a really good position and they say, hey, what other type of support should I get? I will say absolutely go get tested by a naturopathic doctor because I feel like everyone deserves to really know what's going on like deeper than what the eye can see and sometimes deeper than what we can feel and can control. Um, But if they can't afford that, like I'm working with them. I'm like, hey, let me pull from my own experience and knowledge over the last seven years and help you find a way to help yourself the cheapest you possibly can. Exactly. And like you said, cutting out that middleman, but also helping you with honestly, that first step that most people skip and don't realize is the first step, which is that building that awareness and that relationship with your mind and body. Yep. Once you build that, you realize a, maybe you can actually manifest the amount of money that you need for these treatments that you really want to try. Maybe (laughs) you can manifest healing yourself more than you thought you ever could. Like there are many different things that could happen as a result of that. And yeah, a health coach is there to cut out that middleman and to work with you. Like for instance, like the 12 week program that I walk my clients through, that's like very structured, but also customizable is things that have helped me personally. And like I said, I've never had the money to be able to go do all these crazy things. So I've done things like looked at YouTube and read books and podcasts. And I've taken what has helped clients in the past 
and what helped me get to the point where I am now and present that to you. And that's all part of it. And then from there, of course, you know, make your own decision. Once you know yourself and once you know your mind and body a little bit better, then you can make those next steps to, okay, now what, what's, what is it that I truly feel called to do as far as modalities or as far as supplements or as far as other things, but Mm -hmm. That's what Erica does. That's what I do is we're there to just kind of guide you and, and remind you that you are your own best healer in so many ways and more ways than like a doctor's ever going to tell you probably Yep. Yep. any other person in your life is probably going to tell you and like remind you of that innate power within you. Yep, exactly. Because like even my naturopathic doctor, you know, she has her own bias and thinks it's probably best that I'm on some type of paleo-ish diet. Mm -hmm. And I stand strong and say, no, like every supplement that she recommends, they're always vegan. I always make sure, even though she will sometimes try to convince me like, hey, this like fish oil is going to be better than the algae omega-3 or this or that. I'm like, okay, like I take what she says. I'm like, okay, thanks, you know, for the recommendation, but I have my own values and like I choose to stick to a completely vegan lifestyle. And so I make that decision with her and like we come to a compromise and she'll help me work with what I want to do for my own body and what I believe in is best for my body because like I've done that we've talked about it I've done AIP I've done paleo and animal products just make me feel inflamed so you know if I was to just listen to her and go oh she's a professional like she knows best like maybe I should get on a paleo diet and like she's a natural practitioner so like why wouldn't I listen to her it's like well no (laughs) not always Exactly. So this is like what, you know, Rachel and I do is help you become in tune with your own self. And that's, that's priceless. Mm -hmm. That's priceless to become in tune with your own self. And actually there's more power in that than anything out of every modality, every therapy, everything that I've thrown my money at over the last seven years. Honestly, the most valuable thing that I've had is becoming in tune with myself because Mm -hmm. I I freaking know my body so freaking well. Like even if I get a minor headache or like a bloating or just anything random, like a little bit of congestion after I eat something, I'm like, okay, like that's not normal because my normal state for my body is not to have that reaction. And so any little thing, even when it comes to like energy of people, how I'm spending my time, what I'm consuming my mind with. I am so receptive to everything in my life now. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know if that's that good because it's like, (laughs) I feel the, I feel the world and I feel everything around me so deeply, Mm. but it's enabled me to be so in control of the things in my life. And that's the thing that I instill in my clients is that at the end of the day, if you know your body so well, you don't need to have all this money. You yep. don't need to do this. You don't need to do that. Like you can do very minimal things in your life to have a good quality of life. Like, so for instance, there was a full moon last night and, um, on February 16th and I put out like all my little crystals on like this table outside on my balcony to like, let them charge in the full moon, like in the energy but then I posted on Instagram this morning, like a little video of them. Cause you know, they're pretty, but I said like crystals are beautiful. I've always felt very called to crystals and rocks and I love them dearly, dearly. And they can definitely have healing properties and like make you feel grounded. However, you don't need them. You yeah. can, you have all of those same healing properties. You have all of those yep. same characteristics within yourself. Yes. They're yep. nice. Yes. They're pretty. Yes. They can help you. But mm-hmm. same thing with all these modalities, you can find all of those healing properties within yourself, those things are just kind of there to help guide you to that place yep. when you're having yep. a hard time. Yep. And that's something to remember is like, you hear us talking about this stuff and yes, like even the fact that I now am able to try acupuncture, even though I never was able to before, I feel very, very, very privileged right now. Yeah. And then another thing is like, I started physical therapy on Monday, which, um, this is getting really long. So we'll talk about it another time, but, um, I feel very privileged to be able to do that and to be able to do anything that I can right now towards my health. Like I need this. I know I do. And I am doing anything I can. Like I'm not going on a couple of trips that I had planned because I know that this needs to be a priority right now. Like I know that this getting my health under control is what I need to do right now. So I am putting other things on hold for that reason, financially and energy wise, and like really, really focusing on that intention and kind of going along the lines of what you said, the thing, like, you know, we get questions all the time, both of us about how do you keep your mindset so good? Even when you're up, even during the bad days, honestly, it's been such a work in progress and we both still get depressed on days that happens to everyone. But 
The one thing that has helped me more than anything on this journey is the mindset work of meditation, of reading books, mm-hmm. of listening to podcasts, of listening yeah. to feeling frequency, frequency music of breath work. Like these are all pretty free things like books. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you have to buy, but honestly, libraries are around. Those are free. Like podcasts are free. Music Mm -hmm. is, you know, relatively free unless you pay for a subscription or whatever. Like Mm -hmm. these are all things that you have access to right now at your fingertips. I guarantee you, wherever you're listening from, you have access to these things now. Exactly. Even like the guided healing meditations that I send to my clients, they're all from YouTube. And they're probably like, what the heck? You know, like people are like, oh, should I download an app and this and that? I'm like, you can't. I always tell them, yeah, you can. Like if you want to spend that monthly, like go ahead. But like, I don't want to pay for anything additional in my life anymore because the expenses for my health are already so high that I literally, any opportunity that I can get something free from something, like I'm all about it. (laughs) So I send, I always send people like YouTube links, whether it's a podcast talk, whether it's a guided meditation, whether it's a health video information, because it's like, it's freaking free. And you can just like sit and like, look up whatever you want. I just give people that freedom and I don't, like to make them feel like they have to spend even more money. Yeah. Uh, Cause you know, they're already working with me. They're already spending money on that. And then it's like, you know, I understand. I live with a chronic illness. I have rheumatoid arthritis. I've tried everything. I've thrown all my money. So it's like, I want you to do as minimal as possible with yep. your money and like really conserve it for the things that you need. And uh, like I said, a lot of those things are free. Yeah, exactly. Let's run through like a couple, we've kind of like mentioned here and there, but before we hop off, let's run through a couple of other modalities that we have tried and either really like, or we were like, I mean, I like it, but I don't like, like need to do it, you know, ongoing. What are some of the things for you without like diving? (laughs) Yeah. Well, there is kind of one that was different for me. I remember my mom like had me go to a church and get like prayed over, which is interesting because like I grew up uh, Christian, but then as I got older, I really kind of disconnected from like any specific religion. Mm -hmm. I definitely believe in a higher power, a greater intelligence, a divine energy, whatever you want to call it, but I don't really connect anything. And I remember going to this like church prayer, like healing, like group meeting thing that they had. I'd never been to this church and they just prayed over me and like, you know, to heal me and whatever. And like, okay, like, I didn't, you know, necessarily agree with like, or identify with that specific um, religion, but it felt nice and it felt just good to have like an objective person kind of like pray over me. And like praying is the same thing as basically meditation and energy. Like you're literally, if you look at a brain scan, it's pretty much the same thing. And so whether, so that's another free thing that you can go, go to a church, find a church. You don't even have to like be a part of that religion, but allowing someone to, you know, obviously you, you want to respect it and like it to some degree because you don't want random people putting energy over you. (laughs) Um, But something like that, like that's free. And like, I felt like good leaving. I remember when I left, I was like, oh my gosh, like it's like that placebo effect, yes. right? So I'm all about things. And the interesting time. part about placebo effect is it's all your mind. It's yep, your fucking yep. mind. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. And so my clients will say sometimes like, well, I don't know if it's this that I'm doing. I don't know if it's that that I'm doing. I don't know if this is helping me, but it seems to be working. I'm like, look, if you think it's helping you, yep. it's helping you. Stick if you think it. it's not helping you, then it's not helping you. Mm-hmm. That comes to your diet. That comes to uh, your whatever it is that you're trying to practice in your your life to improve your health. But anyways, so I've tried stuff like that. I've gone to um, obviously getting Reiki um, massages. Um, I've done, oh, I've worked with a Chinese herbalist for like the first couple years of my diagnosis as well. I haven't even talked to you about that, but yeah, yeah, I took Chinese herbs for like two years and they freaking worked. And I've actually been thinking about this lately. I'm like, maybe I should like go back on those. <laughs> like as soon as my um, flare gets really under control with the sofasalazine. Like I'm thinking eventually I might just get off of this. Um, 
see where my body's at and then maybe try something like uh, Chinese herbs mm-hmm. because they really I'm not joking those things really really help if you find the the right ones yeah um so I've done that um god I don't know it's hard to think it's mm-hmm. I feel like it's been so long but I know I've tried a lot of different things and I yeah. just can't I can't even think about yeah. all of them and what is like, uh, so we kind of talked about this on the live, but we haven't talked about it on here yet. If you had to choose, so I already know the answer. If you had to choose one thing that helps you the absolute most, um, on a, like kind of a day-to-day basis, what mm. would you say that is? The thing that helps me the most. Um, I mean, I feel like this is something we talk about all the time and it, it is my meditation. Look, if I'm not feeling mentally in in a good mood if i'm not feeling mentally in a good headspace my mood is off or whatever if i go give myself 10 minutes of just laying down on my bed focusing on my breath mm-hmm. and being intentional about my breath i'm not going to lie like i get up and everything is improved mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole rest of my day yep. is so much better so I don't know. I, that's something so simple, but that is the one thing that helps me. Cause I'm like, I disconnect from my body and stop putting the focus on my body of like, what's going wrong? What are my joints hurts? Da, da, da. And then I bring my attention to my breath and it just kind of gets me into new like level of consciousness where I, I disassociate from my body. And for me, that's liberating to mm. not be in your body for yes. like 10 minutes to oh not be God, focused so on the physical. Right. Yeah. I love it. What a good point. That's an amazing point. I'm going to one up that and say like when <laughs> I go in the sauna and meditate and I know. Oh, you, ooh, oh yeah. Like this something about pairing the sauna with yep. meditation. It is so it's next level stepping out of there. Just like, wow. Like, yep. oh my gosh, there's nothing like it. The sauna is if you have any way to access a sauna, anyone listening, like highly recommend or maybe like heat just doesn't do it for you I know some people it like really flares them out so maybe try like cryotherapy or something like go Mm -hmm. cold chamber Mm -hmm. um but seriously like there's something so powerful about that I just remembered one I just remembered so Wim Hof so I got my husband and I got super into Wim Hof like the first like three years of my diagnosis. So Wim Hof is a person. Yeah. So Wim Hof (laughs) is a guy, I think he's from Iceland. No, he's not from Iceland. No, Norway. (laughs) Okay. Well, he's in one of those areas. Sorry to anyone who's in those areas. And you're like, those are not even close to each other. Um, Honestly, he's like somewhere. He's in that. Okay. He's in that realm. Okay. So basically he created this breathing technique and he can regulate his immune system. Yes. His immune system. They've done tests on him. He's research published in like research papers and stuff like that. Um, so basically you do a breathing with, I just and after it. that. He's from the Netherlands. Okay. Now, I was going to say Netherlands. Okay. So you the do reason the reason I think we thought Iceland is because like his nickname is like Iceman. Oh yeah. yeah that's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you do the breathing exercises and then you're supposed to go into like freezing cold water yeah. and it's supposed to like strengthen your immune system. Um, I never got as far as like the cold water, but my husband and I were definitely doing his breathing exercises, Mm -hmm. um, which is very, very deep breathing, Mm -hmm. sustained deep breathing for, I forget how many minutes it it goes in intervals. So like you breathe a lot and then you hold your breath and like, let your body get completely alkalized by the oxygen. Mm -hmm. And it gives you this euphoric feeling where you feel like your body starts tingling, your hands start clenching, like what Rachel said. Um, and you kind of shiver, like you get kind of like jittery and cold kind of feeling, but then once it's done, you feel so freaking high in like the best way possible. You're floating, you're floating. And I actually went and bought pH, pH strips to test my urine to see how alkaline my body was. Yeah, I, I went that far back in the day. Yeah. So I basically would do it and I would test it before and after. Yeah. And my body would be alkaline. No after. way. That's Not joking. so cool. Yeah, I never told you about that. But yeah, I did that for a long period of time. And now if I'm like super flaring, like I'll whip out his like 
whip out. I don't know if that's a good word, but <laughs> I'll, I'll whip use out his. I'll whip out Wim Hof's, uh, <laughs> no, but I'll do his breathing exercise like before bed or something. And it definitely resets my whole body. Um, yeah, he is literally incredible. If you don't know who we're talking about goop that show with Gwyneth Paltrow, they actually did an episode with Wim Hof. Um, and so you can kind of see some of his techniques and they like yeah. plunge into Lake Tahoe, I think in the winter, mm-hmm. but anyway, so I used to actually use his breathing exercises and do cold showers every single day for probably almost six months. And I got to the point where I first would start by like ending my shower with like a minute of cold water, like ice cold, like really no heat whatsoever. And then I started getting more and more to where the point, the point where I was taking 10, 15 minute cold showers with absolutely no heat. Yeah. And it was honestly so healing and so revitalizing, but it's one of those things, like it's a great modality. I highly recommend, but it's one of those things that eventually it just wasn't sustainable to me because the hot water really like made me feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. I just got to a point where like, honestly, I would do it again in a heartbeat. Like i have been thinking about trying like starting it again, but it's one of those things that it just wasn't sustainable for like life for me. Whereas like, mm-hmm. you know, like taking my supplements and celery juice, like to yeah. me, that is sustainable long-term. Yeah. yeah. The cold shower highly recommend. I just know that it's something that I kind of have to like phase in and out of because I yeah. just, I like hot showers yeah. too. Well, you still get the benefits just doing the breathing exercises. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the, the, the ice cold water, I think is like bringing it up like 10 different I, I don't know. I've definitely done. You're still going to get the benefits. Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely done his breathing exercise and feel exactly that. Like I said, I love breath work. I think it's so incredibly healing and really helps you to like get into your body, but out of your body at the same time, if that makes any sense at all. Um, I guess like tapping into your like soul space and like getting out of your body a little bit. And, um, but just doing it with the cold water, like pairing the breath with the water was like intense. Oh yeah. So that's just like, I mean, we could talk forever about modalities, but that's just like a lot of the stuff that we've tried over the years. We mentioned like, I feel like we threw around so many different terms. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And if you have more questions about it, please message us on autoimmune and you Instagram. Mm -hmm. Uh, We would love to talk more about this or anything else that you want to hear about, please. Like we, we want to be talking about things that you want to hear about, not just like all the things that we are like, Oh, I feel like people might be interested in this. (laughs) I mean, there's so many things that I've heard of that I've never tried that I will Mm -hmm. never try like coffee enemas. I know people do coffee enemas. There is juice fast. I have a client of mine that did a 30 day juice fast. Whoa. 30 days with zero food. Shout out. I genuinely don't enjoy juice. I don't think I could do that. I've done I've done three, a lot of three day juice cleanses. I've done a lot of those over the last seven years. Um, the last one I did, I think was like a couple years ago. Um, but I usually only do that. Like when I'm in a really bad flare and like, I don't want to eat. And honestly, recently before I, you know, the medicine started working, uh, kicking in, I was honestly thinking like, I'm just going to do like three days, just juice fast because it really does give your digestive system a break and you're not irritating it with any food, but is it sustainable to do like every single day? No, I don't believe in that. I do believe like intermittent fasting is also a very positive thing. And there's actually a lot of research behind that and uh, rheumatoid arthritis. Yeah. So yeah, there's I mean, lots of shit out there. There's lots of shit. I would like, I've heard of like water fast and I would honestly do a water fast for a few days. That's something I would rather do a water fast than a juice fast to be completely honest. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's so many different modalities and strategies and stuff like that. And if you've tried something and it really works for you, like, let us know again, message us. We love hearing from you and we plan on doing more of those Instagram lives. So if you tuned yeah. into it, go comment. We, we posted it on our feed. We would love if you would go comment and let us know that you were there live. We, we want to see that. Yeah. Um, but this has run really long, so we are going to hop off now. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll talk to you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our autoimmune and you podcast. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share on social media. We really appreciate every bit of support. Sharing is caring. Every like, subscribe, and share that we get helps us get our message out to more people.